0: you are making the world a better place by listening to the Joy of Living Podcast. This is your guide to achieving a more purposeful, powerful, and positive life. Join Barry Shore in unlocking the best version of you and becoming happier, healthier, and wealthier. And now, here's your ambassador of joy, Barry sure. Good
1: day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, and we have good and abundance overflowing with one of the most remarkable, amazing, enchanting, magical beings that you'll ever have the pleasure of listening to. And we'll bring her on just a few moments because she is going to rock your world for the good. That's what she is. She's a rocker. And uh, maybe in a rocket, <laughs> we will have talk about all kinds of things. So, welcome to the joy of living with your humble host, Barry Shore. And you've tuned in consciously and conscientiously for one reason and one reason only because you care the most in the entire world about you. Y-O-U, E-W-E. And that's great because when you care the most about you, you can make the world a better place. You can build more bridges, create more harmony, and therefore more joy, happiness, peace, and love. And as you know, on this show, we talk about the three fundamentals of life. And right now we have over 348,000 people listening all over the world. And thank you for doing that. And you're encouraging your friends. So by the time the show is in the next five, 10 minutes, we'll have over 360,000 people listening. And you know, on this show with the three fundamentals that these two fundamentals of life that we discuss will enable you to be happier, healthier and wealthier. And who doesn't want that? And the three fundamentals, of course, are number one, life. Your life has purpose. And when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can have number two. In this case, a good number two, which is go mad. Go make a difference. You lead a purpose-driven life, you go mad and make a difference. And number three fundamental is to unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Everyday words and terms. Simple example. Right now, this show, whether you're listening to it just as a podcast or you're watching it in video, and it's great to watch, isn't it? It's carried over that magical, mystical, mythical platform called the Internet. And you ask anybody, what does WWW stand for? And it very tell tell you what the Internet and factually speaking, they're correct. But in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful and pleasant, WWW stands for? what a wonderful world. And what is a word, right? W-H-A-T-A. What a wonderful world. And of course, the tip of the hat and a big thank you to Louis Armstrong, Satchmo, for enabling that song to go viral and touch not just tens of millions or hundreds of millions, but billions of people around the planet. Whenever you hear the opening bars of what a wonderful world, what do you do? You can't help it right away. You smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words you could ever integrate, utilize, and leverage in your life because smile is an acronym that stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, just before the pandemic, and by the way, it'll be gone. You won't even think about another year or so. It's gone, it's over. Uh, I was talking to a group of 5,000 plus people, 5,200 people just before the pandemic. No mask. It was really cool. You know, human beings. And I'm telling the story about Barry Shore. I'm talking about smiles, seeing miracles in life every day. And people are raising hands. Hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore. I've been there for hours where I haven't seen any miracles. And I asked them, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Can you stand still? I can. not Can you walk? I can barely do that. You have water, to drink, food to eat, place to sleep, family, friends. Every single one of those is a miracle. And what's the simplest proof? Simple proof. A million people didn't get out of bed this morning. You know why? They died. By definition, if you're watching this lesson, you didn't, and therefore you have an obligation to live exuberantly in life. Now, uh, the story of Barry Shaw is very simple. And again, thank you to the 350 plus thousand people who Tune in every week, and you're bringing your friends. So, right now, we're up to 363,000 people, and we might even pass 370 over the next few minutes. And I appreciate that you bring your friends because the story is simple. Imagine standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leave tall buildings in a single bound, and that evening be in the hospital, totally, completely paralyzed. And not from an automobile accident, not a spinal injury, a rare disease took over my body and rendered me a quadriplegic overnight. Nothing in my body moved. 144 days in the hospital, two years in the hospital bed in my own home, I couldn't turn over by myself. I was four years in a wheelchair. I had braces on both my legs, from my hips to my ankles. That was progress. Thank God today I'm able to be vertical and ambulatory with the help of a seven foot walking wand, but I still can't walk up a stair by myself. I can't walk up a curb by myself. And I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. It's all because of that one word, smile, seeing miracles in life every day. I got to tell you a quick story. My eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago. She says, Uncle Barry, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about it. Sounds the same. I said, okay, why not? How come, I asked her. She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the mouth of da- babes. What was she doing? She was creating the kind of world she wants to live in. Create is a great acronym. It stands for causing, rethinking, enabling all to excel. Rethinking. It's your mind. You have the ability through neurolinguistic programming to literally alter the way you think, you can shift your thinking. Now, most people, unfortunately, they say the word shift, they somehow drop the F. I don't know why, but shift can happen. And you have, thank God, a brain. A brain is 100 billion brain cells, 120 trillion synapses connecting them all. And they're there for more than just deciding what kind of latte you want this morning. The ability to choose in life, Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. The six most important words you'll ever hear. Now, I have to warn you in advance because our amazing guest is a wonderful woman. And I have to warn her in advance and you that I do use a lot of four letter words. I even use the four letter F word, and I do it because of shock value and it's fun. Now, of course, the four letter words that we use because we live in the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant are love, life, hope, grow, free, gift pray, play, swim. <laughs> four-letter words. And the four-letter F-U word is fun. Fun? Yes. F-U, capital N, capital N. Now, I know people raising hands and say, hey, Barry Shore, Barry Shore. Fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world. The world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. Fun is spelled F-U, capital N, capital N. So, after the show, when you see your family and friends, you have a twinkle in your eye and you have a smile on your face, you point your finger and say, F you, everybody. But remember to add right away, capital N, capital N. And say, where'd you get that? So I listened to the joy of living with Barry Shore. And he wants to teach the world to F you. Now, again, I urge everybody, you're going to learn a lot of stuff today. And it's amazing what this wondrous woman is going to share with us. It's transformative. But I tell you, just lean in. Don't have to remember anything. I mean, I want you to remember. That you don't have to write anything down. Just go to my website, barryshore.com. And all the information about our amazing guests will be there. So just go to barryshore.com and it's all there. Just lean in and let the information flow around you, through you, into you, and transform you. But before we bring on wonderful Mary, I'm going to urge everybody to use the two most powerful words in the English language twice a day, three times a day, actually, three times a day from now for the rest of your life. And these three words, these two words are going to enable you to shift your life for the better and the life of your family and your friends and the whole world. And these two words are the two most powerful words in English language are, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanks stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama is recorded saying, read in his writing, be kind whenever possible. it's, It's always possible. Imagine going into the coffee shop, no mask. Go in. You order your fancy latte. You sit down. Somebody brings it to you. Thank you. You go in the coffee shop. You order a fancy latte. A few minutes go by. Nobody brings it. You go to the counter and say, "Oh, I'm sorry, we forgot. We're so busy. We'll bring it to you." You sit down. A few more minutes go by. You still. Somebody brings it. To you still say, "Thank you." Imagine you're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out. Somebody holds the door open for you. You say, "Thank you." Imagine you're walking out of the coffee shop. It's raining out, and somebody slams the door in you. You say thank you. Imagine you're stuck in traffic, you lay for an appointment, somebody cuts you off, you say, thank you. Imagine getting up in the middle of the night, and you stub your toe and it hurts, and you say, thank you. To harmonize and network kindness. Kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. I cannot think of anybody that inspires noble deeds that I want to share with you more than the amazing, wonderful, magical Mary Rodriguez. Mary!
2: how are you? I'm so happy to be here.
1: Please say hello to 368,226 people around the world. That's
2: a lot of people. Hi, everyone. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
1: Oh, this is, well, it's... um... You're more than a special being. As everybody can see, she is not just attractive in the physical. She is a soul that attracts people. She is a being that literally channels good energy wherever she is. And I, if I started telling you all the wonderful things about Mary, we'd we'll take the rest of the show. So I'm just going to spice <laughs> it and say three wondrous things right now. Mary is the ultimate storyteller. Matter of fact, I could embarrass her greatly if I say the next two words. So I have to think first. By the way, Mary, when was the last time somebody said F-U to you and you laughed?
2: Uh, I can't remember that. I think you, you just <laughs> taught me a brand new F-U. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm learning from you. <laughs> so I so hope, remember I
1: hope F-U, capital N, capital N, N. fun, because she is fun. Uh, so Mary is an amazing storyteller. Matter of fact, you're gonna, it's hard to say this, but her gig is that she is the chief storyteller, the head of the whole storytelling department for a small company up in northwest part of America called Microsoft. Ah, yes, Microsoft. In addition to that, Mary is an author who literally is changing the lives of business people with her amazing book, which we'll talk about, and she's also a woman who is woman, Latina, and facing the ultimate test in health through breast cancer. But that is an introduction. Let's just jump right in and start talking, Mary. What is it about storytelling that literally changes your life and animates you? Let's go really deep into this whole idea of storytelling. It's as old as humans.
2: What is is it? Yeah, Barry. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here, and uh, to everyone who's listening, thank you as well for tuning in. I have to I have to say I'm not the chief storyteller. I'm one of the storytellers at Microsoft. There's many of us there. I actually just took a new role and a new new newly formed team at, at Microsoft Digital called Story Core, which we're going to be focusing on the future of work for storytelling. Which is it's incredible. It's two two of us, two storytellers sitting in this team, and we're going to be telling those stories, which is really exciting because uh, we're all focused on what the future looks like uh, very much so through tech, right? Uh, and for me, stories um, are the one tool. Are, it's the one thing that connects humans at the core level, at the heart level. And nothing else does that, nothing else. No type of communication will ever do that at the level that stories do because we we drive it with heart, with empathy, with human connection. And I think it's even more important today. Uh, you say well, you mentioned we'll be doing this to the dawn of time, but as time progresses, progresses, we're seeing this integration of robots and technology and digital and virtual and digital, which is the metaverse that we're speaking about today, where robots come in, the AI experience is integrated into the the physical experience. All of these things that are happening in our world today uh, are basically breaking down communication human to human and stories will continue to be the one thing that can bridge that gap and can connect us. You started talking about your own story. You began introducing yourself with a story, who you are and what happened to you. And that is an immediate breakthrough of now I, I know who Barry is and I know what what he's about because of his story. And so we're able to present ourselves in this world of digital and virtual and, and robots and AI and machine learning and really uh, come through as humans and the human condition and where we are and who we are through stories. Nothing else will do that but stories.
1: So let me unpack a couple of things because, again, for people who are listening all over the world, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> now, let's be blunt. You know, Microsoft touches people all over the world. This show, mm-hmm. thank God, is touching people all over the world yes. in smaller numbers, but in China and in yeah. India and throughout all of Asia, Latin America, Africa, which you have a great connection to. We'll talk about later. I do. And throughout the United States and every place that the internet touches Mm -hmm. and this fascination with Mm -hmm. the integration of one at the same time, the future of work, which is what you want to talk about with stories because now we're going to make them up in a way. And yet, and like you said, I think it was genius tech one at the same time is a connecting tissue. And yet it separates also because The whole idea of robotics, artificial Mm -hmm. intelligence sounds like it's non-human. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And yet
1: we, the ultimate humans, we are heart, we are core, and we need to embrace and relate with each other.
2: Yep. And the only way
1: we can do it is story. That's yeah. what you're telling us, right? That's
2: what I'm telling you. There was a there was a an experiment done actually by Facebook a few years ago where they actually had two machines, two robots talking to each other, uh, and they wanted to understand what happens, you know, because the the machine learning aspect of it means that they have the capability to learn and just keep iterating faster than a human can, right? Because they don't have to go to the bathroom, they don't have to sleep, they don't have to eat, or- Wait a minute, you know, they don't go to the bathroom? All they do is ah! just work, right? And so uh, these two machines were talking to each other and they developed, so they encoded a uh, slang language. So saying, what's up, you know, like, what's up? is a slang language, it means, how are you doing, it's an, it's an idiom. Um, and so they began to talk to each other in idioms, in slangs, and, and within within minutes, uh, they actually developed their own language that humans could not understand. And so we're seeing this, you know, it, it was really incredible to see how machine learning and AI, these robots will, will surpass us in their capacity of communication at a level faster, uh, or even translation of languages but the connection is not communication, right? Connection is a deeper thing that we need. We need as humans. It is a core, integrated need of our human humanity of our human race. Oh,
1: this is so powerful. What well, you just painted with your pick. By the way, this is what you just did. Yeah. With words, you can paint mm-hmm. and create images. That's right. So that I was. Thinking now, by the way, when I was thinking of robots speaking to each other, uh, I'm thinking of this sort of gigantic metal lumbering thing, and yet it's not, they probably were laptops that were, yeah, computers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. hello Mr. Sure. You're dating yourself. You know, it's not Tobor. By the way, you know what a robot? It comes from a, a 1932 movie that was called "The Revolt of the to- of Tobor." So it was a Hungarian who made the movie, and Tobor was the what he did because his robot backwards.
2: Yes. So, yes. It, so the device I, I was what, a robot. What you're saying
1: is so important. Is that no matter what is happening in the world, no matter what mechanisms, machines are going to speak to each other and do for us, yeah. uh, whether it's the, the robo, what is that thing that's, that cleans your house? You know, that little yeah, I robot,
2: I have one. Those are the best, the Roomba.
1: And you <laughs> like it. I love you it. it. So good. Right, but at the same time, there's a disconnect because that's doing what it needs to do. So it frees me as the human Mm -hmm. to connect more deeply to the other humans in my life. That's
2: right, exactly. Is that really what you're telling us? That's exactly right. If we allow technology to serve us uh, and move away, we can move away from the minutiae of the day, allow them to take over that con content pieces of, of you know communication uh that it's that it's transactional but then when we get ourselves to communicate at the human level and, and really strive through, um, strive to continue that connection that we've always wanted to have. If you look at technology and, and why technology has existed or why we, you know, the why of technology since the dawn of time, it's to connect, to communicate with each other. Though human beings have always wanted to do that, Has it, this this is need for us to continue that communication at a human level. And so we get to do that a lot more when, we you know, you automate a whole lot of other stuff. And then we allow ourselves the time to do this kind of stuff, you and I connecting and connecting with millions of people around the world who might get, you know, maybe live here, hundreds of thousands and then millions uh, around the world when they connect here and see this content. So it is an opportunity for us to um, share our messages, share who we are, share our hearts. And that is really how we learn. This is how we learn through stories. This is the only way to learn is through stories.
1: Uh, it's it's so powerful because we know that things are happening at a pace that I think was never seen before in Mm -hmm. the history of humanity yeah so let's take a a a simple idea though and and unpack it a bit because with this communication and we have now the ability to spend more time together so how is it Mm
2: -hmm. and I say
1: this with uh Somewhat deep regret, be able to even say the words that you can have a family sitting around a table and yet everybody is texting on their phone to other people.
2: Yeah, yeah, Uh, and I and I I think about that a lot. I think about the um, just the access that we get in our hands to connect with the world and what is that what is that doing and how we get to leverage that, uh, that technology. I often say to that, um, that we, we, get, we get to control our time, we get to control our space and we get to control the technology. Don't let the technology control you. If you know that it's taking time away from where you should be or how you should be progressing or, or the goals that you have, whether they're physical goals, mental goals, spiritual goals, if, if technology is intruding, instead of leveraging, uh, helping you get to the goal, then it's no longer serving you the way that it's supposed to. So evaluate that, right? I mean, if you're, uh, technology is so wonderful because we can connect with someone, uh, family members that we are probably in different countries, especially through COVID-19, we saw just the power of how we could connect through technology, the wonderful power of technology, yet we allow it sometimes to uh, serve us uh, and take away from us. So Evaluate, assess your technology and how you're using it. We are in full control of our of our world, of our hours, of our time. Uh, you know, I often say well, you are the CEO of your life. You know, you are the CEO of, a, of your SEO, which is your search engine optimi- optimization. So, be sure to own that. Don't let it own you. Uh, and and that's when you get to place parameters and boundaries everywhere with it, so that it can serve you best.
1: So this is uh, remarkable because some of the words that you're saying here, and these are, again, you're painting great pictures. You are a master artist. And it's just such a delight and a pleasure to have you here, Miri, that the the same words were taught to me when I was much younger by a very wealthy person, happened to be mm. my uncle, uh, oh, extremely wealthy. Okay. And he taught me something. I think I was nine and 10 years old. I didn't register for another decade or more, but sure. he said, money is wonderful. It's fabulous when it serves you. Mm-hmm. But if you let money become your master, it is a very tough task. You'll mm-hmm. become addicted to it. Addicted so I think you're saying somewhat similar with tech here. Yep. In other words, the it's incumbent upon us or me as the human mm-hmm. to recognize that my most valuable asset is my time mm-hmm. and my most valuable essence is my core, as you're sure. saying, core sure. part. Is yep. that
2: correct? That's correct. And I would even say not just an asset; it's the most valuable currency because once it's gone, it's gone, and so you don't get it back. You know, any other currency you have, you can probably reestablish it, reiterate it, even money. Uh, but time doesn't. Time is gone as soon as, as you know. You wake up. We all woke up today. And we were gifted these these hours that we're, we're living right now. We don't know what's going to happen in the next hours. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So we don't own it. Every time it's a gift and then it's a currency that it's so valuable for that reason that we need to um, master ourselves and be able to accept the gift of time and really leverage it and invest it in the best possible way. When you Would look you like to the-
1: hear a nice acronym for time?
2: I would love to. I love all your acronyms. I don't know how you, <laughs> you know how you make Mine it up. Stands so for
1: Thinking it's miraculous every day.
2: Yes, it is a miracle. Thinking
1: is miraculous. And you said you have become the CEO of your life. Mm-hmm. Now, CEO in my world acronym stands for Chief Example Officer.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Because it ties if, in beautifully. Again,
1: in your in your situation, so Mary is. Typical and atypical. Typical. Thank God she is a mother, two sons, yeah. and a dog. You still have the dog, right?
2: My dog passed in April, but I still I'm still his mom. He's he's in heaven. All dogs okay. go to heaven. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> but she has it. So she's an example to her immediate family. Yeah. And therefore, if she picks up her phone and she out texting, not talking to other people, yeah. that's going to rub. So she's the example. When that's you right. become the chief example officer for yourself, mm-hmm. your family, your friends, now you can influence the rest of the world because it's what you do, not so much what you say. Mm-hmm. You need to have them in concert. That's the heart. That's, that's the core. That so is. let's just move a little bit, uh, wonderful Mary, and talk about this this fascinating idea of the future of yeah. work. Yeah. Because uh, you know, when you're talking about the future, you can make up anything. So <laughs> how do we make up and talk about the future of work in the most positive, mm-hmm. purposeful, powerful, pleasant way? What yeah. is it that you're doing to orient the many tens of hundreds of thousands of people that work at Microsoft mm-hmm. and therefore influence millions, if not billions of people around the planet?
2: Yeah, it's a great question. Very um I think we need to start with the idea that the future is being driven by consumers, by people. It's no longer organizations or I would even say government who are driving where it's going. We have entered this phase of uh you know being driven by our by necessities and wants that people are demanding. Uh, and so no longer is it, are people con, you know con, uh, consuming what they what they don't want. They they are being very specific about how they're going to live their lives. And this is impacting organizations. It's impacting governments. It's impacting policy. Uh, we're seeing trends uh, for the future of work for 2022, where technology is going to be driven uh, by eco, uh, ecological changes. So people are very keenly aware of how we are expending our planet and what we're doing to our planet. And so a lot of ecological and eco-friendly technology and, pr- and and product and e-commerce, you'll see a lot more of that. We're seeing a lot of um, the the metaverse, so not not Facebook as a name, but what we actually call mm. the metaverse, which is this combination of physical and digital universes coming together to drive an experience for consumers, for people, uh, for students, for in, in any sector that we're seeing it. Technology will actually AI will enable this idea that you can integrate technology. Uh, to become part of your everyday life, not, not something that you just turn on and turn off. It's going to be in a continuous uh, life life um, style idea that you can integrate and you can actually drive your own experience. So this is going to be a, a way that you, we're talking about how we decide technology, how you are the CEO of your life. This is going to be a really great indication that people know they have this power today. Consumers, you and I, have this power to change systems, to drive new policy uh, and how we're going to do that needs to be a collective effort. Because what we're also seeing is this individualism, right? Because before policies were driven for the common good or for the, for the, uh, you know, for the general public, if you will, uh, if we are coming out of a very sensitive and charged community that has seen racism uh, and, and and just injustices at the at the highest level it's always been but I think with technology we're able to see even more uh explore those ideas even more uh, throughout the world so this I technology has helped us understand globally what it is that we're doing to each other, for each other, why we're doing this. And then those things are going to be uh individually driven but need to become collective so that we can actually make changes in the in the head head the right direction. Um, and so trends will be ecological trends will be ai driven we're going to see integration of robots probably deliver groceries and deliver you know amazon packages or, or that kind of thing so we're going to see a lot more of that happening and then we're going to see experiences. People are going to want to to, to drive their own experiences. We saw through COVID nineteen, uh, and we're seeing now what we call the great resignation or or the great shuffle. Uh, this is an idea that people are saying, "I don't want to go back to work. I'm going to go and open up my own business. I have a laptop and I have the internet, and I can. And so you can. E commerce is a big deal. So that,
1: those those two words, like let's work with two three letter words.
2: Yeah, new. You-
1: <laughs> can you
2: can you can yeah
1: so i'm going to make a bold uh, assertion here covid was a scourge it was horrible and yet the unfolding of the process mm-hmm. seems to be a huge boom for real people yeah in other words i'm conscious now of my my time we like mm-hmm. said mm-hmm. time Thinking is miraculous every Mm -hmm. day, and Mm -hmm. I also say time stands for teaching. It's miraculous Mm -hmm. every day. You know why? Because I think that it's miraculous every day. I know that it is. So when time becomes my greatest asset, then why should I want to work? Let's say for some or be in a place where I'm not giving of my all and enabling me to participate? And you're saying, Mary, tech. Allows everybody to say yes, I can.
2: Yeah, it does. It allows you. To, it empowers <laughs> you. When we look at eight, you know, a hundred years ago, the Roaring Twenties. I'm actually comparing it to now because it did the same thing. We you know, people came out of the Spanish flu specifically here in America, uh, and, and, and and it awakened people's soul to say, what are we doing? How are we doing this? Why are we doing this? And you saw changes in minority groups and female. Uh, you know, females wanting to come out and talk about the right to vote, and so this this awakening happens historically every single time when we have a, a tragedy, such an incredibly powerful tragedy that was the global pandemic that we we've, we're still experiencing. Uh, it wakes us up and it says, you know, w- what are we doing? We've been on autopilot for, for for how many years? We need, you know, we need purpose, we need mission, and we need to be driven by a mission. And so, if I don't have one, I'm going to go find one. Because I'm not just going to, you know, people have died. I'm not going to die without a purpose, right? So it really awakens the soul and it brings us back to the nature of who we are as humans. We are born. On that
1: wonderful note, hold <laughs> on, everybody. We have sponsors that love us. We're going to take a short break. There's more Mary coming back. She is absolutely amazing. We love her. And get ready, everybody. There is more coming your way right after these brief messages. Hi, everybody. Barry Shaw here, the ambassador of joy. We've entered into the fall season, and fall means coming up to winter, holidays, all kinds of stuff, not just stuff, stress, S T R E S S. You know, I've spoken about stress many times on the show, and with stress coming on with the holiday season, everybody wants to be happy and such, but everybody knows what's going on. I want to talk to you about something really important. Oh, hi, everybody. Barry Shaw here, the ambassador of joy. We've entered into the fall season, and fall means coming up to winter. Holidays, all kinds of stuff. Not just stuff. Stress, S-T-R-E-S-S. You know, I've spoken about stress many times on the show, and with stress coming on with the holiday season, everybody wants to be happy and such, but everybody knows what's going on. I want to talk to you about something really important for your benefit. It's called Talkspace, T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E. Talkspace.com, this is an online therapy program, show, website, and it's available for you. It is so important for you to be involved. You all know my story. Standing up in the morning, Hale and Hardy in the evening, quadriplegic. Okay, nobody has to go through something that drastic to know that speaking to somebody, a professional licensed therapist, can be of benefit. I know. It's true. It helped me. It can help you. This is so easy to do. You are talking about secure professional process. It's the number one online therapy platform in the country. It works around your schedule, your convenience. I urge you, please, match yourself with a licensed therapist. Go to Talkspace.com, T-A-L-K-S-P-A-C-E, Talkspace.com. Get $100 off your first month with the promo code Barry, B-A-R-R-Y. Go to Talkspace.com, put in the promo code Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, and you'll get $100 off your first month. Please Do it. You'll thank me. Best wishes. Bye now. Good day. Beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good looking people. You're good looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. We have good in abundance. Our cup Runneth over with good <laughs> and a human being named Mary Rodriguez. She is so wondrous and so much more to share with us. We're going to go deep into a couple of things in a personal life in just a moment. I want to just mention that Mary has been talking about the integration of technology and life. Mm-hmm. Because we are your own CEO, your chief example officer. Of your life, you know that time is your most valuable asset. Thinking it's miraculous every day. She also mentioned about that it's going to be eco-friendly. We're going to be all working together yeah. to make the planet a better place. Mm-hmm. That- core of her mission she's driven because it's heart oriented heart stands for helping everyone achieve remarkable transformation that's the essence of wonderful mary oh we're going to go deep now into something mary uh, and it's because you've shared it with me and mm-hmm. you shared it on linkedin and with others that recently you were diagnosed with something called brca type one uh, I think you pronounce it Broca? braca, braca, mm-hmm. And it's a form of cancer.
2: It's not a form of cancer. It's a mutation. It's a gene okay. mutation that puts you at high risk for cancer. So a lot of people that have cancers, uh, will they're tested for the mutation, and they do end up having the mutation. Uh, I did not know that I had this mutation. Uh, it was not out of a diagnosis of cancer. It was a routine checkup. Uh, and my doctor decided, based on the intake form, to test me genetically and found the gene. So it is an inherited gene. Uh, people that have that have this gene, um, famous people would be Angelina Jolie. She, she, her mother passed away from breast cancer. She herself has the gene, and she was able to uh, proactively remove all of the reproductive systems that would give her cancer. Uh, so basically, it, it stands bra. It's B R is for breast, uh, C A is for cancer, but it actually affects not just the breast. It affects uh, all of your reproductive systems uh, in men and females as well. So
1: it's a marker that makes a name you are more susceptible to yeah. than the general public. It yeah, a way, highly, way more
2: susceptible. Yeah, in my yes, case. So highly the Yeah, yeah. The, the percentages are high and each individual is different. So my percentage was 78%. Um, and so that means that by the time I hit 50, I'm 43. I would have um, developed a cancer of some form and it would be metastasized immediately because my system, because of the mutation cannot uh, so, cannot protect me from developing the cancers.
1: So I'm going to say something because we're we know each other, we've met each other, we've embraced, we love each other. Yes. Um, this gives you pause. This also, enables your mission mm-hmm. to be supercharged. Yeah. Because you recognize the value of the moment. Yes. of each passing moment and that yes. you want to be the best you possible. Is that correct? Is not that what's going on now?
2: 100%, 100%. So I just came back from a 6-month leave from work um and I spent this time I've gone through four procedures. In my case there they did find um in both, both breasts, uh, pre-cancer cells. Uh, so everything was removed. Everything was removed uh, from my ovaries. And I had a, so I had a full hysterectomy. Uh, I'm having a double mastectomy. So all of it removed. Uh, lumpectomy, bi- biopsies, all of it. And the when you talk about the pause, everything paused. You know, everything. Uh, I was going, I, feel, I, I said to a friend yesterday, I think I was going like on a bullet train. And you don't even know how fast you're going because you're in it. And then when you step out of it, you're like, whoa, you know, you're trying to get back in. You're like, I don't even think that I can get back into that. Uh, So it absolutely causes uh, a moment in time for you just to pause. And from all levels, uh, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, you pause and you reflect. And I can tell you, Barry, um, you you and I met um, years ago. Uh, I am not the same person I was, you know, even, even at the time. I am absolutely someone knew uh, someone evolved from this entire experience for sure.
1: And when you say not the same person and i'm I'm saying this with deep respect and love, a higher level being absolutely. See the genius of what you're doing is that you're recognizing it, approaching it, I'm gonna say interesting enough, embracing it in the mm-hmm. sense that this allows you to now rethink, Yeah. And rework and create the kind of world you want to live in. We've been talked about before, create my eighteen-year-old niece, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. You're touching many many millions of people i'm urging everybody to share this particular session with five people just five people that means we'll touch a million and a half people because okay. mary's story is not just mary's story see that's exactly. the gene that we thought talk, mm-hmm. talking about storytelling
2: we are well, we I'm are gonna
1: use, i'm going to use two words uh two four letter words and you're going to be shocked when i'm about to tell you but get ready i they'll tell you what it means ready okay, okay. mary is a porn star <laughs> what did Barry say? <laughs> because what, the, what does "porn star" stand for? Uh, please tell me. <laughs> porn is power of related narrative.
2: Yeah.
1: Star storytelling arousing response.
2: I love it I because love that's
1: it. what you're doing. You yeah. are sharing with us the most intimate part of your being on the human level yep and at the same time you're talking about the future of work mm-hmm. on the global level
2: <laughs> yeah and
1: and, and, and Jan, you talk about the idea of eco and kind kind mm-hmm. stands for keep inspiring noble deeds but it also stands for connect in nature daily so when you got off that bullet train
2: yeah
1: i'd be willing to wager that you spent a little more time connecting in nature daily
2: oh 100%. one hundred percent. You you would have won that wager. Uh, I that actually took a couple trips just to be. Uh, I, I I fasted from everyone and everything uh, for a few weeks. Um, and that's somewhat. Some, so it's not that I was never doing that before. I am. I've I've been always on a mindful journey. I do yoga. I practice in, and so I was not far removed from the idea of connecting with myself and connecting with nature. I think what changed for me is that I I used to. I used to protect my energy and now I preserve it. And that's different. That's much different because protecting it is like, I'm like, okay, here's my time. Here's my people. Here's what I do. And, you know, like putting all these boundaries, which are great. And it's what we should all be doing. But preserving is understanding my energy, where it, the source, where it comes from, how I spend it, how I invest it, if I invest here, if I'm investing it or not, and where and whom and on what, uh, how, how my body responds to what. My mind responds to what, what you know, how do I keep that energy flow so I'm not exhausted at the end of the day? And that's preserving energy, and that was something that I didn't know until I went through this. And one thing I have to tell you, Barry, by me going out and talking about my journey, so many people, so many men and women reached back out and that I know and that I had no idea had gone through something like that or were going through something similar, uh, with the same genes. So, so many people have this gene and nobody talks about it. And now I know so many people that do because I, I shared my story. That is the power of storytelling. Uh, it took me a while to share this publicly. I went through a few months of just myself and my close ones. Uh, we didn't know what the journey would look like. It was very scary. Uh, and then when I felt a little bit better throughout the journey, I decided I'm going to share this out with people because if I do, it creates that awareness and, and you know, people can see my journey and through my journey, they can see the resiliency. They can see that I'm going out to war, uh, and and th- that we're you know battle by battle. And so important the importance of vulnerability also it has was active, actively present for me. I knew it conceptually, and I I am someone who is vulnerable in essence. But this was a very deep vulnerable time in my life, a very deep one, and um and I shared it, and so I'm I'm so glad I did.
1: We are all glad that you are did and are doing. Share, yeah. by the way. Share yeah. is a great acronym. <laughs> it stands for spreading happiness and rejuvenating energy.
2: I love it. That's a great acronym. I love how you have these. I don't know how you remember them all, but it's that, wonderful. But that's
1: what you do. You share. You are yeah. you are you are an inclusive being. And I think we, we should spend some time talking about inclusion and such. Uh, it's, again, what you just did, and you talked about your journey. Journey is an interesting word, by the way. Everybody knows how to spell it, but I'll just spell it out. J-O-U-R-N-E-Y. Take the first two letters of journey, J-O, and the last letter, and you have the word joy.
2: The, <laughs> middle,
1: the middle part spells you are never-ending.
2: Mm, I love that. That's what that is your so journey is. You're ne- it is. You are
1: never-ending joy. Never. It's
2: so true. When, it,
1: when you're sharing something as intimate mm-hmm. as your physical challenge, yeah,
2: yeah. Then you
1: are literally promoting the ability for people to confront, overcome, mm-hmm. and share with others. Again, spreading happiness, rejuvenating energy. When you the power of related narrative yeah. is what you're about. So this this amazing storytelling. So let's talk about inclusion, as you mentioned. Yeah. Woman, beautiful woman. Latina, uh, inclusion. What's happening with, let's say, Microsoft? Yeah. Because it's it's the tip of the spear. It's yeah. one of the most famous, the one of the most, uh, how should we say it, wealthy, companies in the history of humanity
2: yeah yeah so
1: what is it that microsoft is doing to reinvent and reset itself and reimagine itself in the future of work
2: yeah a lot Uh, i can tell you we're probably not going to have a lot of time here to talk about that but i've been i've been you know intricately involved in conversations around microsoft's spirit to to really empower, you know, our mission is to empower every person in our organization on the planet to achieve more. And I should say, I'm, I'm speaking from my experience. I'm not a spokesperson for Microsoft, but I do work there. I've been there almost 10 years. And I've seen the transformation from the inside out of a company who really, really wants with empathy to empower every person. And when I look at that mission and I look about, uh, uh, especially, specifically, sorry, specifically about my my own journey and how Microsoft empowered me, I'm coming out of this, you know, of this leave. Um, they they were completely supportive, 100%. Uh, every person reached out to me. Every person offered love and support. And I felt so loved. Uh, and then I came back and I was like, you know, I don't think I want to come back to the same role I was in before. I think I want to do something that makes me happy that i that kind of aligns to where i am today in my career and my face coming out of something that was so transformational as was uh these surgeries and and this you know this journey that i have been on uh and sure enough you know of course uh, and so i'm coming into a new teen. I'm, I'm coming into a new phase uh and that's what they're doing so they're they're looking at people with empathy they're looking at people like people they're reminding us that we are humans that We know it's not just it's not about the technology It's how the technology empowers each human and we are all human. And so there's this empathy aspect that uh, of how we dive into the technology that really changes the outcomes and the output of that technology. It's not just transactional. It's really considering with empathy how this is going to work. For everyone in the world. If, if we have to empower the world, we have to look like the world. So it has to be diverse, it has to have intersectionality. I often give the example about cars as a technology. Someone in, you know, Henry Ford invented the car, and clearly it was by a man to a man. Uh, and today we still see the effects of that so many years later. Um, because I still have to get into a car. I'm a small framed and I have to push my seat all the way up and I'm almost by the wheel. You know, this is 2021. And so, and then, so if I, if I get into a car accident, I hope I don't, but if I do the airbag, you know, won't deploy in time, I'll probably hit my, my head first. Um, because even to this day, the crash, the crash course, the crash, um, uh, parameters for the dummies are still based on a male figure. And so, Today, even that technology that was not, you know, that's no empathy in technology. That's a clear example of no empathy of someone like you who has a disability, of someone who's small, of someone who's shorter, of someone who, you know, so cars were not made for people like you and I. And so that's (laughs) the kind of thing that we have to think about when we have to, what I call encoding empathy into the technology that we build. Really thinking about the output of that user experience when at at the design level and saying, when this product is finished, when this service is fit is finished, does it truly encompass the world? Does it serve the entire world?
1: So th- this is so wonderful. You use the word think. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I call it to harness insightful neural connections. That's what I think it. is. So the ability to think ahead and to recognize, let's take your example of the automobile. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, it was designed for and built for and still today, 100 plus years later, for a male in a certain body and size, etc, etc. But hello, when it's not a car, it's a transport system. Now, how do we make the transport system work for, let's say, a woman? She she may want a different thing. Maybe you can even have cars built to spec. Because yeah. we are so efficient at what we do because of robot, Who knows what could be? But as yeah. you said, so genius. As you take the company called Microsoft, let's think about the people using the mm-hmm. tech. Excellent. In other words, when you build empathy in, then your output will, by definition, become empathetic.
2: Correct. So you're right.
1: you use the word transactional. So when people hear the word business, uh, they sort of freeze up, you know, business, business. Okay. Yeah. Well, no, business is what I call TNT, transactional and transformational. Mm -hmm. Yes, there is, of course, transactional. If you have a product or service that you want people to have because it's to their advantage, well, then there needs to be some sort of mechanism for people to acquire it. We call that money, currency, whatever it is. But it's really based on transformation. When you acquire this particular product service, it's going to help transform that which you're about. And I chose to have this particular automobile or this particular yes. service, this particular yes. program, because it transforms my life for that's the right. better.
2: That's right. It makes it better. Correct. And that's the idea. The idea is that, again, we leverage technology for ourselves. We don't let it own us. We own it. We we manage it. We leverage it and we make it work for us. We, we make it serve us. And that's the mastery, right? That's the mastery of, of self. It's it's we, we master ourselves and we understand what we want, what we don't and how we leverage systems, processes, institutions, organizations to work for us.
1: (laughs) It's so wonderful. When when you hear this remarkable being who was going through her own personal situations, and at the same time now is on a higher plane, able to really touch worldwide, worldwide, because she has adopted herself into a new role. Mm -hmm. And the The organization that she is part of has not only said yes, Yes. it has welcomed her and her growing her new role, which is in charge of the idea of the future of work Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and what is the core, what is the heart, and therefore building in, by definition, building in empathy into a tech. To certain tech tools.
2: Incredible. That's amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. You put the
1: zing in amazing, kid.
2: (laughs) And that's self-advocacy, which is something that I learned through this journey was, you know, my health, I also learned holistically. Physically, I was going to go through something, but also emotionally, personally, uh, mentally, uh, it takes your entire being, right? And so I had to advocate for my well-being. I had to advocate for what doctors I was going to choose, what experience I wanted, Uh, it was, you know, this world is changing. That's what I'm talking about. The future of work It's the future of life. It's the future of the lifestyle. You know, I, I, I found myself uh, interviewing doctors. I had a list of doctors and I, and I had questions for them. It's no longer what you're saying to me. Listen to what I'm saying to you, what I want, what I need. This is my body and you're going to touch it or not, depending on how I assert, assert that you can, or you can't. And so it's a real powerful thing to own yourself, to master yourself and allow medicine technology systems all of it to serve you in the best way that you know for your own mission for your own health for your own body um that is that's where we are today and that's so powerful you know we didn't my, my mom didn't have that right my my great grandma didn't have this we have this power today and we need to embrace it and ab- advocate for it more and more
1: we are all deeply touched and thankful, Mary, that you're sharing all this with us. There are a couple of things I want to mention about Mary, which we don't have time in this particular session, and it's something that uh, she's he writes about, and uh, and I love it. She uh, she says. She can run in high heels.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's my superpower. I love it. I was going to
1: say, but you can see it. You know, uh, you'll see if if you have the benefit of watching this, then you're animated even more. If you're only listening to it, you can hear it in her voice. That is her superpower. And her superfood, of course, is ice cream, which is is the ultimate human experience. I mean, when you eat ice cream, it's a savor, savor it, you know. That is as good a tech. That's that's high tech. When you tech. The, way, the real high tech is ice cream that doesn't add any fat or calories. calories.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I work out just so I can get the calorie count, so I can have the ice cream, which is a terrible thing to say, but it's the truth. I'm like, listen, it's it's the one thing I have it once. It's Sunday, Sunday. It's what we have at my house. Sunday, Sunday. We order this from a creamery down the street, and we get our ice cream, and it's you know, it's a, it's a one cup, but a one cup, it's all I need, and it's my happy place. It really is. <laughs> but it's
1: it's so fun what you're saying because you see this is part of owning your being. That's see, right. Self, by the way, the most important words, as you know, Mary, the most important words anybody could ever hear, are not the words from the radio, from the internet, from the from the phone, or anything else, or from people around you. It's self-talk. Yeah. Right. Yes. And self-talk, you're going to like this. Self-talk stands for recognizing that you are a soul. Experiencing life fully, mm. teaching always love and kindness. I love that's that. what talk is. I
2: love teaching that.
1: always love and go Well, that's who you are. Yeah, you animate it.
2: <laughs> you, <laughs> oh, the you. essence
1: of it. This is wonderful. We're not going to talk about Africa right now. Where I want to talk a little bit more about the future of work, but I'm going to tell you our time is of at this point short. So there's three questions I want to ask you, okay. and then we'll bid adieu to our. Hundreds of thousands of listeners who are applauding all over the world. So first question, wonderful Mary. You ready? Yeah. Will you come back again?
2: Please have me back and we can talk about Africa, which is always in my heart. And uh, I would love to share that.
1: (laughs) Number two, two, you have 80 seconds only to answer this question. Okay. What is your most fervent desire?
2: Ah, what a great, great question. It is my most fervent desire that every one of us can learn to hone in the power that we have within the cosmic power that we have within to own our story and tell that story. It, you have it, it is in you. And if you don't tell it, somebody else will, and it's not going to be the story that you want. Own your story, own who you are, own your essence, and share that with the world. Imagine if we all, all at the dawn of 2020 when the global pandemic hit would have taken a notebook and written our own story. You know, this is going to go down in history and children and new future generations will read about it, but they'll only read what historians wrote and not our own stories. We all experienced something deeply disturbing and deeply tragic to each of us from many levels. Some of us lost our loved ones through to this. Some of us lost ourselves on so many levels and lost our jobs. Um, And so we were all impacted on so many, so many levels. The stories that will go down are the ones that we tell. And so tell your story because we can learn from each other. What you've gone through teaches me. What I've gone through teaches you. And that is the best way to pass down values and leave your mark in the world in your history. Leave your legacy. Um, you want to know, you know, you, if you want to be immortalized, it'll be through your story. So learn to tell your story. Design it in a way that is that is formatted for the, with a purpose, with a mission for people to leave a mark in this beautiful world that we have and that we can enjoy.
1: Own your story. And the third question is: May I give you a hug in front of 372,838 oh, people around the world? <laughs> it, let me let it. me tell you what hug stands for. Ready?
2: Okay.
1: Heartfelt unlimited giving.
2: Oh.
1: heartfelt unlimited giving. Here we go. One, two, three. Roar!
2: Wonderful. You've
1: been listening to The Joy of Living with your humble host, Barry Shore, and our amazing, wonderful, fabulous, and enchanting, enchantress named Mary Rodriguez. And we urge everybody remember, this show is not about Barry Shore, even really a great guy, not even about Mary, as wonderful as she is. It's about you. Y-O-U. You becoming the best you possible. Own your story, because when you're the best you possible, you make the world a better place. You create more bridges, more harmony, more joy, happiness, peace love in the world. And remember, you use the three fundamentals of life. Number one, life. Your life has purpose. Number two, when you lead a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. Mad stands for make a difference. Lead a purpose-driven life, make a difference. Number three, unlock the power and the sequence of everyday words and terms. When you do this, you'll be happier. Healthier and wealthier. Everyday words www. What a wonderful world. Smile, see miracles in life every day. Or as my eight-year-old niece says, see miracles in everyday life. Create the kind of world you want to live in like Mary did. Create the kind of world. Causing, rethinking, enabling all to excel. Use four-letter words like love, life, hope, free, grow. And tell the world, F you, capital N, capital N. When people ask you, "Where, where are we listening to? Barry Shore, The Joy of Living. He wants to teach people to f F-U, capital N, capital I, and use the two most powerful words in the English language three times a day, consciously and conscientiously. They are, thank you. Thank you. Thank you to harmonize and network kindness. Wonderful, fabulous, wondrous, Mary. Thank you so much. Thank and a bit so of fun much, to Barry. do to everybody. Mary, don't go away.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Joy of Living podcast. Now that's another step towards your healthier, happier, and wealthier life. Never hesitate to do good in the world, no matter what the situation. Join us for another upbeat discussion next time at Veryshore.com. And be sure to leave a rating and subscribe to the show to get more conversations like this. And remember to share it with your family and friends too. See you on the next episode.